If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer or tablet. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many others. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listen- listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi everyone, it's Thursday night, about 6.30pm Pacific Time, here in Northern California. I just wanted to put a few thoughts out there. Um, So, today has been kind of a really good day. So, uh, Tom Perez thought he was really going to pull one over on us and Bernie today. And after Karen called the manager a.k.a. Pete Buttigieg, uh, called Tom Perez and complained and whined that he didn't like it because Bernie was getting SDE delegates from the um, satellite caucuses. Yeah, according to the delegate rules, yes, that's what they agreed to. Meanwhile, of course, Bernie is ahead of Pete by thousands of votes, And so, anyways, because Tom Perez hates Bernie, and at this point he'll hold up anyone, you know, any clown against Bernie, he agreed with Pete to push for a re-canvassing, which is slightly different from a full recount, a re-canvassing of the entire Iowa caucus. So, it gets even better. So then... (laughs) Moments after uh, Tom Perez, the chairman of the DNC, tweets out that he says enough is enough and he calls for the Iowa Democratic Party to do this re-canvassing of the entire Iowa caucus, Bernie, while campaigning in New Hampshire, throws a press conference and basically shuts down the DNC and Tom Perez by claiming victory and making it very clear that he, Bernie, won the Iowa caucus by considerable number of votes, popular votes, and that the SDE delegate system is a rigged BS bullshit method, and that where he's from, mic drop, whoever gets the most votes wins. So this is so awesome because Bernie actually set up the DNC for this four years ago because in the caucuses up until now the the state democratic parties would never reveal what the raw vote, you know, what the actual vote totals were. They only ever wanted to talk about these crooked delegate math numbers. Well, they agreed to it, I guess as part of the Unity Reform Commission um in like 2017, or maybe it was 2018, uh, the stuff that Nomiki Konst was working on. Um, And so I guess they didn't realize that by agreeing to that, that Bernie knew 
that in 2020 he was going to be running again and that he was going to use that against them. It was just so awesome. Um, and he real Bernie really was so good during the press conference today, just throwing shade on the DNC and Tom Perez and oh, on Pete Buttigieg. Um, and to some degree on the Iowa Democratic Party. It was just... It was just awesome. Bernie was confident, feisty, but not overconfident, and real with little notes of sarcasm and mic drop, and he just kind of owned it. Um, so it... And then, oh, so then the best thing was after... I think it was after Bernie finished his press conference and took questions from the media where he gave really awesome answers. Um, the chair, uh, Chairman uh, Tony Price of the Iowa Democratic Party responded to DNC Chairman Tom Perez's tweet about doing the recanvas and refused to follow Tom Perez's instructions and sent him a kind of a coarse tweet back, I think, saying... We're following the Iowa Democratic Party rules, and if a candidate wants a re-canvas, they can request it, and we will do it. But, I mean, what he didn't say, but what I know, is that if a candidate requests the re-canvassing, they have to pay for the re-canvassing, and it's very expensive. It's like... um, I've seen in different states where it's 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 so much per vote or so much per you know, I mean it, it you know I mean it could be millions of dollars, um, not as expensive as a full recount where they go into each presidential preference card, but where they review all of the tally sheets for every precinct. Um, so, I think um, Bernie did really well today, and then he just got finished a little while ago with his one-hour segment on a CNN Town Hall um, in New Hampshire, and he killed it. I mean, and it not only was it awesome, but at one point, a um, a lady who was a retired Christian minister, I think, asked Bernie. Uh, how is it, or, you know, why is it that you, you have this such a fervent kind of moral passion about income inequality? And he, re- oh, it was so awesome. He went into, there had been another question about his Jewish background, which he also, it was very touching. Almost tear, you know, watery eye kind of stuff. And then also under this question, he, he explained that, you know, he grew up lower middle class um, and that, you know, his family struggled for money and they lived in a three-room apartment in Brooklyn, rent-controlled apartment, and that his parents died very young and that, you know, his mother, who died at age 46, her only big dream in the world was to live in a house of her own. And it, it really was touching. I mean, it was it was watery eye stuff for sure um and I could see in the audience too it was really affecting people and he really connected um 
with people in the CNN audience, and I guess in that audience that they intentionally have, supposedly, a lot of undecided voters. So I think it, both for people watching on TV and for people there in person, I think it really drove home, uh, you know, Bernie's world view. Um, And so I guess one thing I'll say, kind of a side note, personal side note, is that in addition to being the, the anonymous socialist, I'm also the anonymous Buddhist. And so in, in Buddhism, we have a, a term, um, it, it's a word bodhisattva, and it's B-O-D-H-I-S-A-T-T-V-A. Uh, and so to describe what that is, it's, it, I guess, it, you know, if you had to draw a comparison, it's kind of like the, the Buddhist version of a saint um, in Christianity, but it's, it's basically a bodhisattva is um, somebody who is living um, and who is kind of on the earth with their with their purpose being to help save other people from suffering um, uh, because in Buddhism we, we strive toward ease of suffering it's just kind of like a core not even maybe a religious principle more of a philosophical principle and so it yeah I mean Bernie and Jane are definitely um the bodhisattvas, um, you know, whether whether you're Buddhist or not, you can look up the term and find out about it. But it's it it explains them to a T. Um, so yeah, so today has been a really good day. Um, I also uh, was talking to some neighbors, and I have a lot of Bernie signs um, in my front yard, um, and. Um, you know, bumper stickers and magnets on my car, and uh, a couple, this really cool couple was walking by my, the front of my house, um, walking their dog, and they saw all of my Bernie signs, and then I have this giant, like, three foot by, is it a three foot by five foot, or maybe it's two by, two foot by four foot, uh, banner hanging from the, um, rafters of my front covered porch, out towards the street, and so uh, we were talking. They're Bernie people, and we were kind of high-fiving each other and stuff. And um, so she uh, she wanted a yard sign for their house, and I just gave them one of mine because I have, you know, more than one. So so over, overall, it was a good day, and I I'm feeling more and more confident about Bernie, I just think, you know, I saw something today, hashtag too big to rig. I I really think at this point that, I mean, of course, the establishment is going to try, you know, throwing everything at Bernie, including the kitchen sink, um, to try and stop him from becoming the nominee. I don't think it's going to work. I mean, even the mainstream conservative uh, pundits, you know, 538... 
um, dot com are predicting, and I think there's a lot of other like gambling sites or whatever that are predicting that Bernie is going to win 48 out of the 50 primaries and caucuses in all the states um, by the time it's done, and a very high likelihood that he's going to be the nominee. Um, so it's pretty exciting stuff. You know, as a lifelong socialist, um, Generation Xer, uh, in, you know, in my early 50s. Um, you know, I've been trying to push for someone like Bernie Sanders since, you know, since I was a teenager, 15 probably. Um, and so, you know, historically, I've, I've never voted Democrat. As a matter of fact, the only time I've ever voted for a Democrat, federal, state, or local, is uh, 2016 uh, for Bernie as a quote-unquote Democrat. And then, of course, this year. Um, I've always voted for independents, Greens, or Socialists. Um, I was a member of the Green Party in San Francisco for over a decade. Um... I'm no longer an active member, although I do support their policies for the most part, um, which are very similar to Bernie's. Um, the Green Party is pretty socialist. Um, and I have also been a member of Socialist Party USA, um, which is part of the fork from the original Eugene Deb Socialist Party in the United States, which split into SPUSA being a party, and then DSA, Democratic Socialists of America, being just a social welfare organization and not a party. Um, so I'm no longer a member of SPUSA just because I find them to be extremely sectarian. Um, similar reasons with the Green Party. Um, but I am a member of the Democratic Socialists of America. Um, a lot of the people in DSA are Democrats or identify as Democrats and also Democratic Socialists. Um, you know, some of us also identify as not being Democrats. And so there's, a in, there's an inside-outside strategy with DSA. I mean, arguably, over the decades, it's mostly been inside the Democratic Party, but I think there's a stronger faction or, or you know, kind of caucus within DSA now that are... Uh, people who don't identify as Democrats. Um, oh, and just by the way, I've never voted for a Republican either, just in case someone gets, you know, starts trolling me or something. Um, so, anyway, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling really confident. I think Bernie is getting the boost that he needed. He definitely pulled a mic drop on Tom Perez and Pete Buttigieg today. <laughs> it was really... It was really quite awesome putting Pete Buttigieg in his place. Um, Pete Buttigieg is, you know, and, I, and I'm saying this being queer myself, and, you know, I don't really like identity politics too much, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't vote for people based on their, um, you know, gender, ethnicity, skin color, eye color, 
um, sexual orientation, gender identity. I mean, none of that stuff. I mean, I think I think that we're all equal. And I just, you know, when you're voting for someone to be in a political position, I, you know, uh, political related to the word policy. I mean, I just think that some, you know, someone's agenda, worldview, and policies are more important than their personal identity. Um, not because I think identity isn't important. I'm just saying that uh, because it is. Um, but it, it, it shouldn't be the deciding factor, right? I just, I just find Pete Buttigieg to be really smug and... Um, he, he just, he tries to be really precocious, um, and, you know, being a person who's multilingual myself, I mean, I just kind of crack up when he, you know, people claim that he speaks like eight languages fluently. He, he absolutely does not. (laughs) I can assure you, I speak, well, you could say five, but if, it, I, well, if I if I were like Pete, I would say five, but uh, I'm not Pete, so it's four, and then one other one, Spanish. I, you know, I'm rusty, and I certainly understand most of it, but I'm I'm not so good anymore at speaking. I mean, if I'm in environments where I'm surrounded by Spanish speakers, then you know, it kind of my brain kind of, you know, I can I can pick it up, but it's a little bit rusty at this point. Um, So, yeah, I, I think Bernie's going to win. I, I, you know, I, I just think, uh, I think it's going to happen. Too big to rig. So remember that. Hashtag too big to rig. Okay, good night, everybody. Thanks for listening.